Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. Deciding how to claim Social Security survivor benefits as a widow could be a decision worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Deciding how to claim Social Security survivor benefits while trying to navigate everything else when your loved one dies is not a straightforward decision. Optimizing Social Security benefits requires you to consider your life expectancy, Social Security benefit amount, and your spouse's benefit. Let's discuss how Social Security benefits are calculated, what happens if a spouse dies, and how to optimize Social Security benefits over a widow's lifetime. First, you should understand how Social Security benefits are calculated. Social Security benefits are calculated based on your highest 35 years of earnings. The earnings are an average indexed monthly earnings, meaning it accounts for inflation. For example, if you made $25,000 in 1980, it's going to adjust the earnings up based on inflation, so it would be worth more to your average indexed monthly earnings than earning $25,000 today. This helps reflect the rise in the standard of living. If you don't have 35 years of earnings, a zero value will be assigned for those years in which you earned nothing. As you can imagine, this is not a huge impact if you've worked most of the years, because if you have 30 years of earnings and five years of a zero value, working one more year likely won't drastically change the benefit amount. So how does claiming social security benefits early affect your benefit? Once the average index monthly benefit is calculated, a primary insurance amount, or PIA, is calculated. I won't go into the details because it's complicated to calculate, but you need to know that generally, the higher your earnings, the higher your primary insurance amount. You can claim Social Security benefits as early as age 62, but you will receive a reduced amount. It could be as much as a 30% reduction. The latest you can claim Social Security benefits and receive an increased amount based on a delayed retirement credit is age 70. Your birth year dictates your full retirement age, which is the age you can receive your primary insurance amount. For example, someone born in 1960 or later has a full retirement age of 67. For those born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is 66. For each year after 1954 and through 1959, your full retirement age increases by two months. For example, if you were born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 in two months. Claiming before your full retirement age causes a reduction in benefits. It's five-ninths of 1% for each of the first 36 months before your full retirement age, and five-twelfths of 1% for each subsequent month before re full retirement age. On an annual basis, it's a 6.7% annual reduction for the first three years, and a 5% reduction for each year following before your full retirement age. For each month you wait between your full retirement age and up to age 70, you can receive two-thirds of 1% of an increase. On an annual basis, that is an 8% increase in your Social Security benefit. There are very few, if any, financial instruments or investments that are similar to a U.S. government-backed guarantee of an 8% increase adjusted for inflation. 
This is why it often makes sense for people to wait until later to claim Social Security. But given the special rules surrounding Social Security, life expectancies, assets, cash flow, and other personal factors, there are situations where it makes sense to claim Social Security early. This is why it's important to do an analysis based on your own circumstances. You can calculate how your Social Security benefit may change using Social Security's early or late retirement calculator. Just search online. If you decide to wait to claim Social Security benefits, don't forget to sign up for Medicare at age 65. So what are Social Security survivor benefits? Now that you know how Social Security works, let's talk about how it applies to widows. Social Security survivor benefits are benefits available to widows, widowers, and dependents of eligible workers under certain circumstances. Generally, the following conditions must have been met if you were married. Your deceased spouse had 10 years of work history paying into Social Security, or sometimes benefits are available if they worked one and a half years in the three years before death. Check with Social Security to see if you are eligible. You were married for at least nine months. There are a few exceptions to this rule, such as an accidental death, but again, check with Social Security to make sure. Usually, a funeral home will report a person's death to Social Security, but I've known of situations where that hasn't happened. You can't report a death online, but you can call them. The number is 1-800-772-1213. Who can receive Social Security survivor benefits? You may qualify for benefits if the following applies. You are a widow or widower who is at least age 60. If you are disabled, you could receive benefits as early as age 50 if the disability started before or within seven years of the worker's death. If you are a surviving divorced spouse and you are married at least 10 years and you're currently single or you remarried after you turn age 60, 50 if disabled, you're any age, have not remarried, and you take care of the deceased worker's child who is under age 16 or has a disability and receives child benefits, or you are an unmarried child of the deceased who is younger than age 18 or up to age 19 if they're a full-time student in an elementary or a secondary school, or age 18 or older with a disability that began before age 22. And finally, you are parents age 62 or older who were dependent on the deceased for at least half of their support. You can read more online at ssa.gov. Can your children receive Social Security survivor benefits? This is a common question. Children can receive Social Security survivor benefits. Children under age 18 or 19, if still in elementary or secondary school, can receive up to 75% of the base benefit. A widow can also receive up to 75% of the base benefit for caring for a child under age 16. However, the total amount a family can receive is limited. The maximum family amount varies, but generally it is between 150% and 180% of the basic benefit rate. If the total amount of benefits is above the maximum, then the benefits may be reduced proportionally, although benefits paid to a surviving divorced spouse based on disability or age won't count towards the maximum. Unfortunately, the calculation for the maximum family benefit is not easy to calculate and there is no easily available calculator. If you're curious about the amounts and when they may change, contact Social Security. Another question that comes up is, how does remarriage affect Social Security survivor benefits? Before age 60, if you remarry before then, you cannot claim survivor benefits. If you are already claiming survivor benefits, you're no longer eligible for them, and they will stop. The exception is if you are disabled, the age is 50. If you're disabled and remarried before age 50, you cannot claim survivor benefits. If you're married after age 60, you can collect survivor benefits or spousal benefits off your current spouse, whichever is the highest benefit. Now you may be thinking, how do I find the right claiming strategy for me? Now that you know the rules and eligibility behind the survivor benefits, let's talk about how to find the right strategy. 
Generally, you want to pick a strategy that will optimize benefits over your lifetime, which makes it challenging because nobody knows their life expectancy, but there are general rules of thumb you can use to help make the decision. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend using a software that analyzes the benefit amounts, life expectancy, and different ways to claim benefits. It will give you a better idea about how to optimize benefits than trying to do it by hand. I run this analysis for clients because there are too many variables to do it easily by hand. What benefits you are eligible for depends on whether your spouse filed for benefits and your age. So in this case, if the deceased did not file for benefits and they died before full retirement age, you can receive your spouse's full retirement age benefit adjusted for when you file for survivor benefits. For example, Sam did not file for benefits and was 64 when he died. His primary insurance amount was $2,500. Jasmine is age 60. She can wait until her full retirement age to claim $2,500 or receive 71.5% of the amount today, which would be $1,787.50. She can also claim between age 60 and her full retirement age, but it will be reduced by a monthly adjustment. There's a good graphic online on the blog if you want to check it out. If your deceased spouse did not file for benefits and died after their full retirement age, you can receive the same amount your spouse would have received on their date of death, adjusted for when you file for survivor benefits. For example, Sam died at age 69 before filing for benefits. His benefit at that time would have been $2,916 because he earned an 8% increase per year between ages 67 and 69. Jasmine is 60. She could claim 71.5% of the $2,916 now, which would be $2,084.94, or wait until her full retirement age to receive the $2,916. She can also claim between age 60 and her full retirement age, but it will be reduced by a monthly adjustment. Let's look at the deceased di filing for benefits now. So they did file in these circumstances. In the first case, if your deceased spouse filed for benefits and died before their full retirement age, you can receive the larger of the actual benefit or 82.5% of the deceased's full retirement age benefit. If you claim before your full retirement age, the benefit will be adjusted for when you file for survivor benefits. For example, Sam started his $1,750 monthly benefit at age 62 and died in the same year. He faced a 30% reduction in benefits for claiming early because he was born in 1960. Jasmine is age 60. She gets the larger of Sam's actual benefit, $1,750, or 82.5% of his primary insurance amount, $2,500, which is $2,062.50. Since $2,062.50 is larger, she could wait until her full retirement age to claim that amount or claim 71.5% of it now at age 60, which is $1,474.69. She can also claim between age 60 and her full retirement age, but it will be reduced by a monthly adjustment. If your deceased spouse filed for benefits on or after their full retirement age, the benefit amount you receive will be the amount they were receiving at death unless you're less than full retirement age. If you're under your full retirement age, the amount will be adjusted for when you file for survivor benefits. For example, Sam started his $2,500 monthly benefit at his full retirement age and passed in the same year at age 67. Jasmine is 60. She could claim a reduced amount now, 71.5% of it, or $1,787.50, or wait until her full retirement age to receive the full $2,500. She can also claim between age 60 and her full retirement age, but it will be reduced by a monthly adjustment. Please keep in mind that if Jasmine is working and under her full retirement age, her survivor benefit is subject to the Social Security Earnings Test. 
You should always contact the Social Security Administration to confirm your options and benefit amounts before making a claiming decision. One of the common questions that comes up for widows who don't have children at home is which benefit to claim at age 60, if any. As a widow and assuming you qualify for benefits, you could claim survivor benefits as early as age 60 or your own benefit as early as age 62. You could also use the restricted application to apply for your own benefits or widow benefits and switch to the other benefit later. For example, you could claim widow benefits at age 60 and allow your own benefit to increase until age 70 when you switch to your own benefit at its highest point. You could also do the opposite. You could claim your own benefits at age 62 and allow the survivor benefit to increase until your full retirement age. If you claim the survivor benefit before your full retirement age, you face a benefit reduction. Your birth year determines the monthly reduction amount. Also, generally, if the deceased spouse started receiving benefits before their full retirement age, the survivor's benefit is based on that reduced amount. However, it shouldn't be less than 82.5% of the deceased spouse's primary insurance amount at the survivor's full retirement age. Widows also need to pay attention to their own earnings because if you claim benefits before your full retirement age, you are subject to Social Security's earnings limits. If you earn a certain amount, the benefits you receive are reduced. In 2022, you face a $1 deduction from your monthly benefit for every $2 you earn above $19,560 if you're younger than your full retirement age. They deduct $1 for every $3 you earn above $51,960 in the year you reach your full retirement age. But they only count your earnings before the month you reach your full retirement age. Two common strategies are as follows. One, if the survivor benefit is larger, it can make more sense to collect your own benefit at age 62 and switch to the survivor benefit at your full retirement age. If your own benefit is larger, it can make more sense to collect a survivor benefit as early as age 60 and allow your own benefit to increase until age 70. Then you could stop the survivor benefit and switch to your own benefit. How do you know which to claim and when? You could create a spreadsheet or plot out the cumulative lifetime benefits, reduce the benefits by a discount rate to compare it to taking portfolio withdrawals, and use a cost of living adjustment increase to the benefits. A better strategy would be to use a software to model different claiming strategies. You can apply a discounted rate, a cost of living adjustment, and see how cumulative lifetime benefits change based on which month you claim your own benefit or survivor benefit. It can tell you based on the inputs which claiming strategy would optimize benefits. Final thoughts and a question for you. Social Security survivor benefits are an important income source for a widow. Given the different rules, life expectancy, what assets are available to you, and many other factors, it's recommended to pay for a software or to consult with a financial planner to determine how best to claim benefits. Making a mistake could cost you tens of thousands of dollars or more. I'll leave you with one question to act on. Which step will you take to make sure you optimize benefits over your lifetime? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.